We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Yes, it's time once again for another podcast from the Agony Uncles. I'm your Uncle Si. <laughs> and I'm your Uncle Dave. And we are the Hairy Bikers. If you thought our cooking was good, which it is... Wait till you hear our problem solving. We are the masters of disaster, the demigods of doom. So make sure you get in touch with us with all your troubles. Yes, you're not alone in this world. Trust us. We're here to help. And all you need to do to contact us is email us at agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. That's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. Now, helping us with your troubles and trials this week is our resident troublemaker, Mr. Jeeves. Hello. Nice to see everyone. And yes, what a busy week it's been. Thank you for all the emails that we've had to the Agony Uncles podcast. Uh, This one uh, made us laugh. Actually, Bridget O'Shea got in touch and said, uh, hello, Dave, Cy, Jeeves and Tash. I saw this photo, thought it might give you a giggle. Thanks for the laughs on the show. You're also witty and caring. It's the perfect Friday tonic. Uh, so thank you for that, Bridget. And she sent the pictures, which okay. I know Cy liked very much, which is the two two chickens. You can apparently you can get these get these uh, frames that you can put chickens on for your yeah, barbecue. And it looks like too. they're riding the motorbikes. What a great thing that was. We're going to put it on the website, uh, hairybikers.com, if you want to see that picture. Yeah, for a pair of old cocks like us, it was quite a <laughs> yes, it was. compliment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, well, and, we were with, and, and by the looks of those cocks out of town. So they that's did. good. They did. Well and truly roasted. Yeah, well and truly roasted. So uh, some busy, a busy time for you. So here we go. And to give us uh, the posh perspective, here she is. The Rolex to our Timex. <laughs> <laughs> the Moe Chandon to our Asti Spamanti. It's posh Tasha herself. Here she is. Hello, darling. Morning, morning. That's a lovely introduction. I like that one. Thank you. Although I might have had a small glass of something sparkly last night, which makes me not as fresh today. Wow. Oh, really? Tizer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apple tizer, that's what I had. Yeah. I've told you, we've, we've told you before about sport. I mean, it's not good for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, management was out, actually. So, Harry uh, Biker oh. management, we tried a little get-together on a roof in uh, in London, and that was really nice to see everybody and have a glass or two. So, yes. Oh, oh nice. Fabulous. Well, we're let good. out on your own. That's we're let out, I know. <laughs> right, Uncle Dave, waggle your jingly, what's it, hoo Dum, tiddly, um, bum, ding, dong. Hello, Harry Bikers. Here is my request I have got a problem that I must get off my chest Won't you listen to my story like a hairy Jack and Ori Cause I heard your advice is the best In this week's speeding train of troubles Uncle Si, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash You're going to be unpacking these prickly problems We have fiery beefy bits We have hand wash willy We have a problem of passion And in confidential corner we have accent agony. But we're going to start with some fiery, beefy bits. There's a couple of parts to this. One of them is an email from Sarah Woodrow, who said, Dear uncles, I've been trying to find a beef stroganoff recipe for a very long time to replicate one I used to have at a local restaurant in Hove in Brighton some 25 years ago. It was a staple on their lunch menu. I'd have it at least twice a week, so much so that I would call them when I was coming 
and they'd have it ready for me upon arrival. However, at the weekend, I came across and tried your recipe. The only thing I didn't put in was the brandy, but it was sensational. Actually better than the original one. So thank you so much for making a middle-aged woman very happy, says Sarah Woodrow. Oh, that's very kind. That's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, that's great. And on the back of that, Kim wrote, "Uh, Dear Agony Uncles, I cook your beef stroganoff recipe regularly, but there's an option to flambe the beef. Something I've Mm. never been brave enough to try, but it looks really cool when you do it on TV. Uh, Is there any risk of explosion? Do I need a fire extinguisher handy? And how can I do it safely, please? Asks Kim. Over to you. Don't wear hair like a... Because your bonnet might go up. <laughs> but, um, other than that, no, you just light it, and, and and alcohol goes off pretty quick. It like burns off pretty quickly, and it's a cool thing to do. You don't have to put a lot in; just what it says in the recipe, and give it a go. It's great. Yeah, and if you're worried about kind of like if you've got a bottle in your hand and doing that thing, the flame shooting up and igniting the bottle and forming itself into a Molotov cocktail, just pour <laughs> your required quantity into a little glass, splash it in, warm it up, tip it in, and woof. Woof. And it does add a nice flavour to it as well. It's not all for show, is it, Kingy? No, no, I don't, I don't, yeah, exactly that, mate. It, 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 you just get a little, a little edge of caramelisation on the meat and and the strog, and it's re- on the stroganoff. It's really good. It's, it's a little great. woof. A little woof. Mm. A little woof to that? Uncle Dave's waggle finger. <laughs> as we're always honest on the podcast, it was. It's funny. One of the first meals way before the bikers that I cooked Kingy when I lived in Scotland and the mm. family were coming up. I cook Rick Stein's beef stroganoff. Yeah. And it's an amazing way of making a small amount of fillet steak go a long way. Like two fillet steaks will feed four people. And the fillet steak cooks so quickly with the flambean. But it's so nice and we serve that with skinny chips. Remember that when we were in Port Testy Kingy. And um, it was just so good. I I, I still, every every time I think of uh, of stroganoff, I think of that stroganoff that you it was. Yeah. Epic. It's, oh, you know how you have yeah. those how you have those associations with yeah. people and food. You know <laughs> I mean, what I mean? We've got like thirty years of that, but you know it's funny, isn't it? It's like yeah. me and it's like you and me with uh, me for you with belly pork. I always yeah, yeah. it's just that association that we have. Yeah, I remember the belly pork you did when you were um, living in Wrighton, and you did it on the barbecue. Yeah. The belly pork strips, but it was just perfect. You know where it's crispy and soft. It's never been like that, but as I said, it was Rick Stein's. But we cooked our beef stroganoff um, outside the Hermitage in St. Petersburg. Can you imagine doing that now? Wow. We set up a gas stove and a table and stroganoff. And um, and then we... we Hello! That's me, Daniel! Do you have permit? Where's permit? I've got to admit that we, we couldn't get a chip fryer going, so we went to a certain fast food restaurant around the corner from the Kremlin and bought, bought four packets of their skinny fries. See, we're honest on this. Yeah, I like yeah. that. It's I all like coming that. out now. I like the idea, actually, because I need some new recipes for red meat. And, uh, yes, I'm going to do a stroganoff now. That's totally inspired me. Oh, honestly, Tash, the it's so fast. Out. And so great! It's it, it's a lovely. Yeah. It's lovely. I love so it. So quick, isn't it? You know. Is it? I just thought it's yeah, a little, it is. Not, yeah. So it's not something you have no, to catch particularly. Process, it's literally, no. it's all on the frying pan. No. It's a flambe and it's a stirring. All in the pan. Mm. Yeah. If you use mushrooms and stuff, and if you use if you use fillet steak, it really doesn't take long at all. You just shred it really thinly. And fully enough, the finer it is, uh, the kind of better, better it is, is in the melange. Yep. And, That's and what you just, did. Oh, yeah. So good. And then you can mash your chips up in the sauce. Might do it on Saturday, it, actually. Uh, Dave, you did it with uh, you. You can also do. You don't have to use fillet because I think you did it with sirloin, didn't you? The sirloin steaks uh, really, uh, really thin. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So good, man. It's so good. Mm. 
Well, yeah. uh, this, uh, everyone's mouths are watering now. You'll be pleased to know that if you yeah. go to thehairybikers.com, the amazing Barry has uh, put the recipe up there right at the front so you can find yeah. that very easy. And handy for Tash because she's going to do it on Saturday. If so my we'll in-laws are listening, yeah, they'll know what they're getting for dinner now. Excellent. Go. <laughs> I met them at Pub in the Park. They're very nice. Yes. Oh, bless them. I know. I sort of, I, yeah, they were going and I'd forgotten to sort of give you the heads up and then I gave you the heads up and they said, oh, we found him, we got him, but he had to rush off, but they were thrilled. I did. Oh, it was such a shame I didn't, wasn't able to spend oh, a bit more time worry. with him, but they were lush. Oh, ah. thank you. Very nice. Excellent. A couple of oddies with it to wash it down. Just a job. Oh, oh yes, mate. Nice. Let's, let's nice kill, kill the in-laws off on Saturday afternoon then. The... <laughs> <laughs> they did like you, Si, but now they might not like you both that much after that. <laughs> Food. Makes everything better. Time to move on to our next problem, which is called a hand wash willy. And uh, this has come up. What I was particularly delighted was that uh, the lady in question said, I've already changed my name uh, just so that Tash doesn't have to come up with a name. You see, people are being sympathetic towards you now. It's kind. I quite like the fun of it. I know. Don't worry. Your time will come. Uh, Rosie (laughs) says, Dear my fantastic hairy uncles and Tash, there's something that has been becoming more and more of a trigger for me. And it feels oh. like it really shouldn't be. Am I overreacting or do you understand this? Yes. Here's the problem. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm going through life, uh, says Rosie, I seem to be able to expect more and more that men will not wash their hands after using the bathroom and that that's just meant to be okay. Or perhaps no one's willing to make a fuss by calling them out. For example, it's a 50-50 when my stepdad leaves the bathroom as to whether he's washed his hands. Sometimes I can hear the flusher loudly going as he opens the door. Well, that only takes a few seconds to finish flushing. So I know when he hasn't washed, because even if he just rinsed his hands and quickly wiped them, there wouldn't be enough time. And after that, it's not unusual for him to offer me a cup of tea while he's up and proceed to pick up the mug by the rim with his fingers. And I'm starting to reject his offers. As my brain thinks, I don't want your penis germs on my cup. Thank you very much. Another example. I do surveys outside in my job. One in particular, I had to kayak to a site. Very glamorous. But whilst going down the river, the man I was surveying with that day said... We should pause in this section so he could water a tree. And then he said, well, give me your hand to get back in the boat. And I was thinking, I don't want to touch your hands, thank you very much. Do men think that no one else notices or do they think it's not an issue? Or is it just that no one ever dares question them on it? Makes me feel uncomfortable. Don't know what to do. Help, says Rosie. Over to you. I mean, you should wash your hands when you've been for a pee. Yes. And certainly Absolutely. double sort if you're anywhere near food. I remember once in a restaurant in Soho, it was a really, those really busy, massive restaurants. And I was in the gents and the staff from the kitchen and also the waiting staff came in and none of them washed their hands Ooh. And um, when they'd been for a pee. And I, I just thought it was just so grotesque, really. Um, you know, like, even, even since the early days, we, we'd be filming in a ditch somewhere. And if we did have to water a tree... We'd come back and use sanitizer and tissues before we even touch yeah. food again. But now, nah, she's right. She's right. And I think it was a survey once, was it? They analysed, you know, the peanuts on a bar. Oh. They analysed yeah, the yeah. bowl of peanuts and they found 20 men's different kind of DNA thingies in <laughs> yeah. the nuts. Do wow. they, actually, they actually say that um, there's a kids' science programme, actually, and they, they offered an iPad a wooden chopping board and a toilet seat and which one would you eat off you think is which one would you think is the cleanest to eat off and everyone said okay the chopping board because you associate it with food and actually you could eat off the get less germs off the toilet seat than you would off an ipad or a wooden chopping board yeah that's disgusting isn't it i mean that is just Um, well it's just it's just common it it it's 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 just hygiene it's personal Mm. hygiene 
It's minging not to wash your hands after you've had a... I mean, we're religious about it, Dave, aren't we, to be fair? but yeah, Because, we, because we're yeah. around food all the time. But it's the way we've been brought up. You yeah. go you go at the loo, you wash your hands, man. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Even if you're not having necessarily weed on your fingers. I mean, that's not a normal occurrence. But, but having touched your nethers, it's just kind of polite. Just give your hands a quick rinse. Yeah, well, hold, you... on, hold on a minute. Is it, is it, is it not? Well, not not normal to wee on your hands. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think I'm doing something wrong oh. again. Uh, no, that was when your leathers that was when your leathers were too tight and you couldn't get it out. <laughs> a bit of hope though because um because of covid i'm finding that my youngest child is absolutely obsessive about washing his hands so not in a point that it's worrying you know it's not ocd level but actually he wouldn't ever i've never had to tell him most small children you say please go and wash your hands you know don't forget to wash your hands but you just don't because they've become a generation who was so obsessed with having to wash their hands because of covid that he's the one now that calls everyone else out upstairs going oh turn the tap off put the tap on again have you washed your hands there's no more soap left he's he's so conscious so i feel there'll be a generation of men to give her hope that will come out will only be washing their hands no mm. one would be rude enough not to mm. I, I one would hope so one would hope so because but it's indicative isn't it of a kind of lack of you know what right it, and it's kind of similar to nobody indicating anymore on a roundabout yeah it's like <laughs> it's indicative of like you know people throwing sloppiness litter. it's just sloppy and yeah exactly dave exactly that just oh it's horrible but even worse in restaurants you know because oh, that's then, unforgivable. then you food as well yeah. around food um and you know like the chopping board thing that's why people have different colored chopping boards yeah you know yeah at home you got one big chopping board but even at home i still use a separate chopping board for meat yeah. yeah, you know, I, I won't allow any meat on my board. That's okay. The other chopping boards for 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 veg and bread and anything gets chopped on that and cleaned. Um, but meat, chicken, everything separate board. Yeah, um, you and know, chopping meat on your toilet seat's just difficult. You know, what yeah, I mean? it is. It's not, it it's is. not easy. <laughs> but but mind you, if you're chopping onions, it's all right because the skin and everything goes down the pan. Uh, yeah, that's true. So yeah, actually, yeah. it's very very efficient. Can work. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing wow. I hate as well is, it's people in, at home put a tea towel or the hand towel on the chopping board. What? And then you know, rather than hope, you just throw it down on the counter, oh. or throw it down on the counter to where you're doing food. Yeah, that's oh. minging. Okay. That's minging. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. everything from your hands then going to your food, blah blah. You know, it's it's that, and people use the tea towel to wash the hand, wipe the hands on. Yeah. You need a hand towel and a tea towel. Mm. It's yeah, not to be okay. fancy, can be a scrap of old crap, but you do, you know, it's different. Yeah, know, it, you're mixing you know, germs, it, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, poor as we were in Barra, you know, when I grew up, we still had, you know, I got such a roasting. If I wipe my hands on the tea towel, that was for drying the pots, David. Pots, yeah. In my house, I had to shout outside as my teenager went to go on the bicycle to school the other day and when it's wet, came in, grabbed the tea towel, wiped the bicycle down all oh. over, put it back in, hung it up again. And I was like, uh, 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 excuse me? <laughs> if you just wipe down that bicycle with that tea towel, there yeah. will be the laundry basket. <laughs> in the laundry. <laughs> ah. Well, Lisa, Rosie, it sounds like that uh, we all share your concern there, but uh, Tash has hope that things yeah. will turn around because uh, COVID has made everyone a bit more conscious about washing their hands. But yeah, you yeah. should call people out. Just shout at them. You washed your hands or what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Can I quickly ask, interject, because I don't have a dog and you guys do. 
that for me the whole poo picking up thing is why I could possibly couldn't do a dog you pick up your dog's poo in a bag and then you go for a walk do you feel a bit sort of because you picked up a poo and then go home and wash your hands or is that kind of accepted you don't no Lil always carries it so I can't do it kind of keeps you warm as well in the cold weather doesn't yeah. it yeah. stop no yeah I'm warm yeah yeah Mingin. Oh. <laughs> I'll take the bloke who hasn't washed his hands in the toilet <laughs> <laughs> we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. If you got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony uncles a line. It's time to move on to our next problem, which is called a problem of passion. And now it's time for Tash to shine. Yes, sorry, Tash, you're not getting away with it this week. One female name, please, which means we head over to our head of single names. Yeah, which I, yeah, so in, around me today, I'm always inspired by what's around me. I've got a uh-huh. bottle of champagne, I've got a magazine on pirates, and I've got a packet of shoelaces. So I'm going to go lacy because I can't think of anything else. Very good. Lacy. Very good. Well, that's good. So this comes from Lacey, who says, Dear Uncle Si, Uncle Dave, Posh Tash, and the Duke, I love your podcast. It cheers me up every week and never fails to give me a good chuckle. And I'm hoping for some advice. I've been with my partner for over four years. We live together and in general are very happy. But I know that over time, the intimate relationships between a couple can dip and change. And we seem to have hit a real dry spell. I'm unsure on how to approach it. Since being together, we've both gained a little weight. Not a lot, maybe a couple of stone each. And recently, when I asked my partner why it's been so long since we've been intimate, and by I say so long, I mean seven months now, he said he just doesn't feel good about himself. Now, I've told him that I still find him attractive. I don't Mm -hmm. make any jokes about either of us being a bit cuddlier than we used to, and I try to tell him often that I'm attracted to him, but it doesn't seem to have any impact. And any hints or even firm nudges towards the bedroom fall flat, and it's starting to affect me. I've also been worrying recently that perhaps it's me he's not finding attractive, but he says that's not the case. The thing is, I don't know how to get out of this slump and how to re-find our sexual spark. We both have quite stressful jobs, and he isn't also one for talking much, which doesn't help either. Any advice, ask Lacey. Over to you. I think, you know, you need... One thing would be to get out of that rotten routine in your day-to-day life, if indeed you're in one. You know, sometimes, like, you, you know, if you can afford it, go away on a weekend in a hotel, change that dynamic. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you used to. Go out and have a date-night meal. Um, you know, then get back to the hotel and, you know, just have a cuddle and see what happens. But have a laugh. Um, yeah. It's his headspace that's the problem, isn't it? Because he's got his headspace, he feels unattractive. And so therefore, it's, it's really hard for her to change that mindset, no matter what she says. But uh, apart from the fact, you don't need to lose weight. But often if you go and do exercise, then you feel better about yourself. But if, what if they went out for long walks together or go out and do things together? Because when you're out and about and you're stimulated, you're, you feel better in your body. You feel like you deserve to sit down or collapse into bed. And I'm wondering whether... That's the way, because he needs to get into another mental headspace to feel good about himself. Shag in the bush. <laughs> Shag in the bush is the other answer Shag we were going to give you. I mean, why so. not? If you're out there, you know, 
What's the What's the problem with that? Yeah, a bit of spice in life, yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny. It's when you first meet, you're like rabbits, aren't you? And you can't yeah. stop yourselves any, any opportunity. And maybe, I say it's that routine, isn't it? You know, oh, it's Sunday morning, here we go again. Um, you need to break that off and, and start to date again. Um, well, he's you know, just not it, seen anything to break off re- recently, has she? I mean, you know, mm. if, he's, if his libido's gone south... Yeah. Um, he needs to get it back too in his head. Know, how he needs head? to feel like he's taking a lady out, not necessarily just with, with a person that he's got too familiar with. You know, it, it's it's that mental change really. Um, and do, don't you think as well, though, guys, that that it it if you start to look after yourself, like maybe exercise or take some vitamins and stuff, it's just those little incremental steps that change that mindset and and go actually well i am trying to look after myself i'm trying to do a little bit of, uh, you know i'm trying to i'm trying to lose a little bit of weight I, I just want to feel good about myself again but that's a that's a mental journey that only he can take yeah, um, yeah you know exactly. she can encourage him and support him but and um and the same for her you know it it, it could be like well why don't we just why don't we try and uh, shed the shed a little bit of timber together and then you might find your joie de vie again. Yeah. I mean, there's the, the, there's drugs you can take, like you know, that that that'll get you going again, apparently. <laughs> no, but you, you've got to change. You, you've got to kind of, I don't know. You just got to get that passion back and break the routine monotony. Um, you know, I think King is right. You know, and also a bit of self maintenance. It might not involve yeah. a diet or anything. Just kind of, you know, try and do a few bits for yourself. You yeah. just go and get a haircut and. You know, tidy yeah. your bits and pieces up, you know? Yeah, yes. Back to manscaping. Back to manscaping, exactly. But there's a bit of that, um, you know, you, you'd want to jump into bed with somebody because you fancy them physically, of course, mm. but often you end up in bed because you fancy their personality, because you've laughed and because you've cried together. Look at the side just going, no, you know, I'm a woman talking now. Oh, yeah, I, sorry, I, I, sorry, I, 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 sorry, I'm a, sorry, <laughs> forgive me. Yeah, my shag in the bush needs a definite hard work beforehand of, of <laughs> laughter and fun and joyous moments on merry-go-rounds. But I'm just thinking you want to, you need to laugh together again and yeah. remember why you like each other as a person because then the fancy and jumping to bed bit is the fun bit because you're so relaxed with each other and maybe he's stiffened up or he actually he hasn't well he hasn't that's a problem isn't it and did you actually just say joyous moments on merry-go-rounds you did didn't you (laughs) oh god she's she's been reading the joy of sex again (laughs) she has uh, i love it so ma'am i mean maybe i I don't know i mean I, i i i'm personally not 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 into it but you know you can be what am I going to say? Not here? into what side? We well, explain? I was just about to say, you could, you, I mean, you could look at some naughty films together. I don't know to get yourself going, I, I, but yeah. I, it's rather like warming the pies for somebody else to have a go at, isn't it? All of that. It, it, it's all a bit weird. Um, yeah, That's I don't know. It's I not feel easy. For her. Yeah, I feel for her. Yeah, I do. I do. I feel yeah. for him as well. It's yeah, so, yeah, exactly. It's a two street. And I think, yeah. like everything, if you've lost your way a bit, you could always get help. You know, if you yeah. can persuade him to talk to somebody else, um, you know. But what what I think is great is that you're, you're you're kind of speaking about it and realizing there is a bit of a problem. Yeah. You know, before it just just explodes, either one of you goes off with somebody else, or everything everything disintegrates. You know. Yeah. You know what he's already said; he doesn't really 
feel good about himself. Maybe she's to ask more, what is it you don't feel good about? Is it your stomach or is it the fact you might not be able to perform like you used to? Or is it because I've got a giant mole on the back of my back? If she can get to the bottom of what that is, then they can work on that together or she can reassure him that that doesn't matter to me or we can go around it this way. So I think you're right. As we go back to every single time, just talk to each other. Yeah, talk to each other. And as Dave was saying before, just space it up a little bit. You know, there's, 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 I mean, the whole, yeah, there's a whole... Merry-go-rounds and bushes are one answer. The that, other one yes, yes. is, yeah, go and, no, go and have save a up, have a nice hotel, yeah. treat yourselves, nice crisp sheets, different environment. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. Bottle of champagne. Let the train leave the station. Yeah. <laughs> and get yourself all the way from Gateshead to Newcastle. <laughs> Oh, that's wonderful. Well, there you go, Lacey. I hope, uh, hope that helps you and, uh, and good luck for the future. And I think we've learned a couple of things here. First of all, uh, Cy likes it in a bush. And yeah. uh, if you want to try and pull posh tash, you're going to have to put in a shitload of work before you yeah. get anywhere near the bedroom. So, yeah, yeah, take, take a good joke book. She likes a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just birthdays and Christmases for me in my house. So don't worry about it. It's, it's only twice a year he has to try that hard. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but hey, I tell you what, depending on the time of year, it's a bugger to find a merry-go-round, I tell you. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can just see Tash on this like big horse with a hair flowing in the background yeah. and, and, and like leaning yeah. him back yeah. and sort of merrily going, oh! Ty's having a personal fantasy yes. alert. Yes. <laughs> the lady, lady Godiva syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, stop, bollock naked, that would be great, would Right, very unfair. I like gay abandon. Well, if you're down, down, now don't get drunk. drunk, Just send an email email to the agony uncle. uncle. It's time to head to Confidential Corner. And this one is called An Accent Agony. Uh, We need one female and one male name for this. So, uh, Uncle Dave, female, please. And Uncle Si, a male name. Kathy. Kathy. Uh, Felix. Kathy and Felix. So this comes from Felix. Felix says, hello, Uncle Si, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash. Please help. I am an actor, though not a famous one. I've been dating a lady, Kathy, for the past month. I met her in a pub in Plymouth. Well, sort of. She was there with some friends. I noticed they used to go every Friday, and I overheard her once saying how much she fancied men with Irish accents. You see, I really liked her. So, after a solid week of watching Father Ted and Line of Duty, I reckoned... (laughs) I I reckoned I had the Irish accent down pretty well. Then arranged to bump into her. And hey presto, we've had four dates. Three of them revealed her to indeed be passionately turned on by the Irish accent. The problem is, although I've told her I'm from Ballykiss Angel, I'm actually from Berkshire. And keeping this accent up all the time is a real nightmare. Also, she wants to meet friends and family, all of whom would be quite concerned and wondering why I suddenly sound like James Nesbitt. I really like her, and we have loads in common, so I want to admit the truth, but how, asks Felix. Ah, dude, you just got to do it. You kind of keep that up, man. Are you mad? You kind of, you know, hello, Dave, how are you? Hey. I mean, it's just not, it's not going to, it's not going to work, is it, Dave? It's not. Oh, no, the Irish, they charm the knickers off a pope, don't they? Uh, they do. <laughs> they, they do. It's very, tra- it is a very attractive accent, you know. It's very lyrical and... 
It's, it's very, very soft and yeah. lovely. I like oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I can see yeah. where she's coming from. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's gone. <laughs> no, actually, Felix, we're talking bollocks. Keep it up. <laughs> you could, and actually, as well, if you go to live in Southern Ireland, I think it's 10% tax for artists. Right, so you're going to win-win all the way. Just keep that accent. And then, of course, when you come back and get a, you know, get a job in EastEnders and you go all estuary, then she's uh, just going to think you're a brilliant actor. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so oh, yeah. true. Yeah, but we know, we've worked with actors all our lives and you never know what you're going to get with an actor anyway, so you might as well keep it up. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Remember once I did, uh, when I was working as a makeup artist, I did a film with that actor, Alessandro Navoli, he's quite big now, big Hollywood actor. And he's American. Um, but he came over and he's playing an Englishman. And his English accent was brilliant. But what he said was, because I met him at first, he says, I'm just going to talk in English accent now all the time the film's being done and off screen. Yeah, yeah. Just so keep into it. When we rapped at the rap party, he started speaking his American accent. It was so funny. Like some of the, 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 the riggers and the, you know, the, 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 the scaffolders, the butch centre of the crew, they all thought, look at that now. He's, he's done one film and he already thinks he's in bloody Hollywood. I have to tell you, he's a really good actor. But you know, it was, it was astonishing. How, how he could speak with that, uh, with a normal Southern English accent it's that clever. he fooled everybody for three months. Wow. That's proper acting. I am thinking that he needs to sit her down and go, I've got something to tell you. And no. then just keep talking in the other new accent. Just go back to Berkshire and just keep on talking. And she'll suddenly go, uh, 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 what has happened? And he goes, that's what I had to tell you. And then the, the accent's gone. Well, Kingy's King got away with this Ford Geordie accent for years. Yeah. Haven't yeah. you? Yes, yeah, so I... Give, give well, me your rather voice, Simon. Yes, well, I talk like that normally. Um, <laughs> but uh, with, oh, the, with, the whole, with the whole Geordie thing, it seems to have worked for Dave and I over the years, darling, wouldn't you say? Oh, please take me on a merry-go-round. Oh. <laughs> oh, what about a bush? <laughs> What's worse is when you get posh people who try to downgrade their accent oh, to be one weird. of the boys and you go, oh, all right, mate. You know, you, go, oh, cool. <laughs> you know what? I, well, I'm going to have to confess, and you might hate me for it, but I'm one of those people in a black cab with my... I just want to have a nice conversation. I do, when I lived in... Canada I also slipped into the accent I slip into it because I think subconsciously I'm thinking I'm making people more comfortable and it's so awful I know I do it my husband elbows me all the time going why are you trying to talk like a Canadian you're not Canadian or why are you trying to talk like a cabbie you're not a cabbie yeah, but he, does that, he does that he does that Italian restaurant oh, he's like oh, on, oh, on, oh, 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 oh shut up Kingy you really shut up, up will you we're in like Blackburn <laughs> it's, it's, I just I think that that some people are just natural mimics and you just you fall into it and it's not until your mate goes why yeah. why why are you talking like that and i'm going what, what, you're not what? from dallas you're not yeah. from what <laughs> and it's like oh yeah we, we um we have to ask our our james to come back you know james my son we like he lose himself by somebody that he's just met on a bus that and he likes their accent and it's and then like for like for three days you've got this random bloke from the bus you go where have you gone can I just have my son back please with your normal voice it's weird I think yeah. people are natural mimics and I think it's it, you know it's it's kind of good that yeah, but he's but, locked in now isn't he he's he is, he's pooped in he now yeah. I, I see, just have a laugh about it well, yeah, a sense I, of humour then yeah well she should be flattered shouldn't she? I mean, you've yeah, gone to all that is. effort to do that yeah. for her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's what I do for a living. I wanted to make you happy, love. Mm. love. But what if she bins him? 
on the basis he's not got an Irish accent. Well, then well, he then just goes on to a Welsh accent and get pulled somebody else. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's like... <laughs> or try, try a Brummy accent and really go for it. Yeah. <laughs> well... Okay, Felix. I think uh, I, I think you've got various uh, different views there, but uh, if you can keep it up, it sounds like Cy reckons you should just carry on, <laughs> just adopt a whole new identity, and enjoy yes. the rest it's of your the new family, life. It's the family. It's the family that's the problem because yeah. you're going to have to get them in, and they're going to have to practice their accents. So you're going to have to coach them, oh. and it all gets a bit too complicated. There's oh. a film here, King. You can imagine it's like an ealing comedy, isn't it? it, is, it, is, it is, you can imagine yeah. uh, <laughs> mummy and daddy around there with sister Zoe. <laughs> Uh, you know, and, and all the little ones. And they're all trying to speak Irish. And they're all around there at the parlour in Berkshire. And um, just trying to try that. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Brilliant. You, now, one, two, three, here we go. If, if your life's in a mess, mess then the email, email address is the agony uncles at the hairy bikes dot co dot uk. Yeah. You know, solving all your problems is draining. You know, it's time for me, Scientash, to head off to a sauna and a rub down with the wet lettuce. Thank you so much for writing in and sending in your troubles. It's great to hear from you. It's also super easy to get in touch, so don't forget, just drop us an email and send it to agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk Then make sure you follow or subscribe so you don't miss the new ones when they come out. It's a little ray of podcast sunshine for your Friday morning. So, until next week, it's goodbye from Tash. Bye-bye. The Thin White Duke himself. Goodbye. And from me and me best mucker. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>